0: This is Homebuyer Talk Radio with your host, Mark Evinger. Now, here's Mark.
1: Welcome to Homebuyer Talk Radio. Coming up on the show today, we're going to learn what reverse mortgages are and how they work. We're also going to talk about the real estate growth here in the San Antonio area and what to expect in the near future. In studio with me today is Melinda Hipp, who's a reverse mortgage expert with Mutual of Omaha Mortgage. Linda, welcome to the show.
2: Thanks, Mark. Glad to have you here.
1: I'm excited to talk yep. about this because I, I know very little about reverse mortgages, so we're going to cover some good ground cool. today. Also in studio with us today is Tylen Taylor, who's a local real estate agent who helps families relocate to the San Antonio area. Ty, welcome to the show.
0: Thank you for having me on, Mark. It's a pleasure.
1: I found you on uh, YouTube, where you're just you're growing really, really fast over there, and you're putting out a lot of content to really help people who are interested in learning more about San Antonio, about the market, doing home walkthroughs, that kind Mm -hmm. of stuff. So uh, it's great to have you on the show. A quick reminder for our listeners to catch our podcast and watch video versions of the show anytime by visiting our website at homebuyertalkradio.com. We've had over 64,000 views on YouTube in less than three months, and we just started the show. Um, Really, the fast growth doesn't come by accident. It comes on purpose, which is producing good content, but it's also marketing as well. So... If you have a business, a small business, uh, and you're here in the San Antonio area, and you service homebuyers, home sellers, and home owners, and you'd like to be on our show, visit homebuyertalkradio.com. And click on the link to apply. All right, Melinda. So first up, Melinda Hip, you have over 25 years of experience in the mortgage industry, and you love working with baby boomers and older generation homeowners to help them utilize their home equity in retirement. So I'm really curious, why did you get started with Um, reverse mortgages. What is it that drew you to that?
2: Sure. Well, it's, it's kind of a long story, so I have to kind of tell the short version, but I was in the mortgage business for several years, and we didn't have the reverse mortgage program nor any kind of home equity loans at all in the state of Texas. And finally, we pushed through the legislature to allow them to vote, and the whole state voted on getting home equity loans in Texas. At the same time, we voted on a reverse mortgage, And about that same time, this was the early 2000s, late 1990s, early 2000s, about that same time, I was working with my grandmother to her retirement or late stages here in San Antonio. And she was fine with dealing with things herself, but I was kind of her overseer. And I got to meet all these wonderful people in the senior living business. And we were just starting to get assisted living homes and all those kinds of senior housing options around San Antonio then. And I just got to meet the most wonderful people. They were all happy with what they did. They loved their jobs. And so it just kind of meshed up that I thought, well, I'll start dabbling in the reverse mortgages since they were just coming out and kind of make that my specialty. Well, did did I not know that all these years later, I really loved it. Um, Lots of changes, lots of changes from the government, from the state. Uh, But I have made it now my whole career. I got out of doing any other kind of loans And just make that my total career because the baby boomers are just growing so fast and coming on even more and don't have as much money as they thought they were going to have.
1: Right, right. So you're really focusing there. That's where your heart is to service these folks. Um, What is it about the reverse mortgage that um, obviously it's helping folks do certain things, right? Mm -hmm. But give me an example of how it's helping somebody. Oh,
2: gosh. I have so many stories from everywhere from somebody who wanted to start a business in retirement, but... Didn't really want to pull from his retirement funds to do that. And his silliest um, job he had, he liked as a hobby to repair clocks. And so he's like, I really want to do that as a career, but I don't know what to do. And I don't have the funds to go do my own shop. So he took out a reverse mortgage. He transformed his garage into a studio workshop and has his own retirement job repairing clocks hopefully he's getting a lot of business. I haven't kept up with him. But everywhere from a a widow who's been, you know, lost her husband, uh, maybe, you know, usually some of the older women that weren't in the workforce who uh, really weren't taught the right way to handle their own finances or learn about things that, that more women my age have learned how to handle. And they just need some help with understanding where the money's coming from. Or maybe they weren't told the whole truth. <laughs> so.
1: <laughs> so let's talk a little bit about what a reverse mortgage is. So just kind of go through that for me real quick.
2: Sure. Well, reverse mortgage is a type of home equity loan that you utilize the home equity. So you know, you've got this house, you know, it's been appreciating all these years and you don't want to leave it. So we call it use your home to stay at home. Well, how am I going to get the equity out of this home when it's my biggest asset? Well, I can sell it. Sure. I can sell it. I can call tie and I can go sell the house. But where am I going to live? I've got to live somewhere and it's going to cost me money. So it's going to cost me more to go out and live somewhere else if I sell that house. So by utilizing the equity, we're we're able to pull that equity out of the house and give them options to take that money. Either they can take it in a monthly payment or they can leave it in a line of credit and draw it out when they need it. Or if they need to pay off a mortgage that they already have, a small mortgage They need to pay off debt. They're using that equity for something now or in the future by leaving it in a line of credit, and then they don't have to make a payment. So we're going to let the remaining equity in the house and the future appreciation of that real estate pay for the interest on the loan. So it's not paid back until they either sell that house in the future, which they can sell at any time, or when they pass away their heirs, whoever is taking over the house in the will will take over that house and decide, I'm going to sell it and pay the loan back at that time. Or they can keep the house by paying off that loan, whatever the balance is at that time.
1: Gotcha. Okay. Well, that's pretty good. I mean, it's a little low stress there. A lot of low stress for a lot of
2: people. I mean, everything from, you know, people who just just take a monthly payment and say, now I don't have to stress about paying the bills or get rid of a mortgage payment, which of course increases cash flow, which Mm -hmm. a lot of people took early retirement in the pandemic. So oh, just yeah. paying off that mortgage really decreases a lot of stress.
1: So let's talk about uh, some factors that maybe affect how much you can get.
2: Sure. So we have a sliding scale. It's a lot different from any other type of loan you're ever going to get. A um, couple of things, major factors. We go up to 970000 even though this is an FHA-insured loan. Uh, we go up to 970000 which is higher than any other standard loan type that you're going to get outside of a jumbo loan. Uh, we go by a sliding scale. So we're not going to look at your credit. We're not going to look at your debt-to-income ratio. We're going to look at your age. Are you 62 or are you 90 or somewhere in between? So there's going to be a sliding scale because we're going to use the rest of your life to pay off that loan. So if you are going to accrue interest for 30 more years, we're not going to give you as much at 62. Okay. If you're 90, well, your life expectancy is not as long. So we're able to calculate and give you more money.
1: Is that, that the point. biggest factor, age? Is it that the- is.
2: The biggest factor is age and then, of course, the value of your house.
1: What about the health of the person? Is health that- has
2: nothing to do with this. This okay. is strictly a financial product. So we have n- no say in your health or your age or your lifestyle. I mean, your age doesn't play a part. People, people always go, well, I can't get a mortgage when I'm 90. Well, yes, you can because... Age is actually a discrimination factor, so we can't mm-hmm. discriminate on age.
0: Yeah.
1: Oh, okay. I got you. It does seem like, though, as a business model, that you know, age obviously would be you know something that you guys would be looking at, but also the health of the client. But then you get into sticky areas; you can't really even focus on you that. You can I right? mean,
2: the only time we would get into health areas is if somebody needs to use a power of attorney, um, and then we do need to make sure that the power of attorney has been obtained legally and for what reason.
1: Okay. And then, okay. And also the mental health of the person with the power of attorney, because that affects you guys as well, right?
2: Well, right. I mean, yes. (laughs) (laughs) The power of attorney, whoever, there is a counseling session that's done during this process. Okay, And so whoever the person is, that's going to be signing the documents has to do that counseling session. And the counselor, which is trained by HUD, actually will determine if that person is mentally competent or not. It's, it's not my responsibility. It's actually the counselor's responsibility. I take some responsibility, but the counselor is mostly taking the responsibility.
1: So let's talk a little bit about dispersing of the funds. I know you touched sure. on this already, but so what are some ways people actually can get the money? Right.
2: So it really depends on if you're paying off a mortgage. A lot of folks just want to pay off a mortgage, and we just would call that a lump fund distribution, lump sum. So even though you're not getting the money, the title company going to pay off the mortgage, they're going to order the payoff and pay off that mortgage. So what they're trying to do there
1: is eliminate their monthly payment. Eliminate
2: their monthly mortgage payment. Gotcha. So a mortgage elimination program. (laughs) So that's how you have to look at it at that point. And it's for people with smaller mortgage amounts left uh, because we're using the equity in the house. So that would, I would say a lump sum. But if somebody had no mortgage, you could still do a type of lump sum if you wanted to, you know, help the kids go to college or you had a lot of bills to pay off or debt to pay or you needed a new car. You want to go on a around the world cruise, for God's sake. You know, you've it's time to retire. So there are a lot of things you can do with it. But you probably don't need all the equity in your house to even go on a around the world cruise. So you could take some money in a lump sum and leave the rest in a line of credit and just draw it out when you need it. And the greatest factor of the line of credit is that it keeps growing and gives you access to more equity as time goes by. So you're basically rewarded by not touching all of your funds in the house, okay. by leaving a line of credit. And then it continues to grow as time goes by. And then a lot of folks, especially older, uh, tend to be when they're older will say, well, I just need a little bit additional income. Um, or "I maybe I need to pay for somebody to come to the house and take care of me. So a home care person provider to come to the house. Gotcha. And that's a great way to take a monthly payment. We can set it up where it just comes automatically every month and goes straight into the bank account, and then you can use that to pay the caregiver with.
1: Okay, cool. All right, and what about costs associated sure. with getting one of these loans? So
2: there's, there's two ways to look at the costs, and I always like to say, first of all, they're not coming out of your pocket. The costs of the loan are all going to be rolled in as long as you have enough equity in the house. I mean, obviously, we're going to do that calculation. You're not putting anything out of your pocket except not even over $500 out of your pocket to start the loan. Every other cost is going to be rolled in that's the first thing you're going to pay the same cost you would as if you go out to get a regular mortgage with one big exemption and that's the mortgage insurance. The mortgage insurance, which you do have on some other types of loans that are rolled into the loan but the mortgage insurance that it comes from HUD is paid directly to HUD and FHA ensures that the loan gets paid back to the lender, even if you don't pay it back. Okay. So we don't know the future. None of us can predict the future, unfortunately. (laughs) So we don't know what will happen in 15, 20, 30 years. We don't know what happened tomorrow. But that mortgage insurance ensures that if they cannot pay the loan back or if the heirs take over and the heirs have no equity left in the house, or if for some reason the neighborhood has just gone downhill or the aliens have invaded and taken over the neighborhood. <laughs> don't say <and> nobody that. nobody <laughs> wants to live there. You know. I mean, I, I make up crazy stories, but we can't predict the future. So,
1: well, it has been a crazy decade. I'll it has
2: been a crazy decade. So I just say we don't know what the future is. So this is what's protecting you. You never have any recourse at the end of the loan. If you live long enough and you actually – Or upside down, meaning you owe back more than the house is worth at that time. You actually beat the bank at that point. Right. Because you're not supposed to go upside down. It's calculated so we don't want you to go upside down. But if you do and you live long enough, there's still no recourse to you. And you actually can do a little dance and say, I beat the bank for once in my life. (laughs)
1: Celebrate, right? (laughs) All right. So um, if people want to get in touch with you to get more information about getting a reverse mortgage, Mm -hmm. how do they do that?
2: Sure. Very easy. Um, they can Google me, Melinda Hip, Mutual of Omaha. They can go to my website, which is very easy. It's texasreverse.net. Or they can give me a call at 210-493-7332. All
1: right. Awesome. Ty, did you learn? What did you learn? Right. Let's do a, a quick quiz. Yeah. <laughs> well, he hasn't learned the best yeah. thing yet.
0: What's yeah. the best thing?
2: The best thing is that you can purchase a home with a reverse mortgage. Jared? Oh. I may not know
0: that. Yeah. I I, I learned today. I learned something new about reverse mortgages for sure.
1: Yeah. I think it's an area that, you know, because it's all around us and people want to know what their options are as we get older, then uh, that's, it's great to have that knowledge. Mm -hmm. That's right. Thanks for sharing that with us. All right. So, um, Ty, I'm going to, I'm going to skip over my segment here. I'm gonna make sure we got plenty of time to talk to you, but, um, we'll come back to it if we have to, but, um, so you're how old? 22 years old. Okay. And you've been a real, in real estate uh, here in the San Antonio area for how long?
0: So my team and I, we've been operating for about a good three and a half years, four years now. Okay. Awesome. How big is your team? Um, I would say, well, we're going every day. So right now we're currently at 12. Uh, we just hired two more agents today. So we're looking to be at 30 agents by the end of the year. Yeah. And San Antonio is growing. Are you guys covering more than just San Antonio? So as of right now, it's just San Antonio, but we plan on expanding to Austin. Uh, Del Rio is, is our, our next biggest goal right now, Yeah, hitting Del Rio.
1: So people are moving to San Antonio in, in record numbers. Mm-hmm. And um, so I found you on YouTube. This is, okay. you know, I do a lot of social media, looking around on social media, see what's going on out there. And um, you do videos on a regular basis, but it's not just real estate videos. It's also lifestyle videos Mm -hmm. as well. So what made you decide to get involved in doing YouTube videos? And you're also on TikTok as well, right?
0: Uh, Yes, sir. So I just noticed how many um, families are moving to San Antonio every day. On average, it's around uh, 66 families per day, uh, just by me researching and finding different sources about that. And I was like, okay, well, how can I get in front of these people? So I'm assuming, um, where do you get all your information from yeah absolutely google so uh, google owns youtube yeah so whenever they search on the search bar um moving to san antonio or things of that nature i'm like okay well if i can just post videos and help these families out i hope i can earn their business eventually and and that's how everything is you know that's how it goes
1: right right so you're getting a lot of exposure there yes sir i know your channel's growing pretty quickly Mm -hmm. so what's been your response so far
0: um, as far as what? As
1: far as customer acquisition, uh, whether it's buyers or sellers, how oh, are you doing well, with
0: that? They, they love the experience. Um, just one of my mottos is, I want to give you a five star experience. So as they're relocating, that can be a stressful, uh, a stressful, um, you know, route. It can be a, a stressful uh, move. So my yeah. goal and my team's goal is to make it as seamlessly as possible. So we make sure we're all on the same page, constant communication. And I'm at the end, they, they love me. You know, they thank me, they hug me, all that good stuff.
1: You know, I had another YouTuber on, uh, Tim Macy, here on the show not mm-hmm. too long ago. Oh, and I know him, yeah. Yeah, he, he said something that was very profound. And So when people are searching on Google and they end up on YouTube, they can start to get to know you a little bit. Mm-hmm. They're actually choosing you, Yeah. right? You're not, like, pushing anything. You're mm-hmm. just being you, mm-hmm. and they pick you mm-hmm. to work for them. Mm-hmm. So that's a really good that's cool. position mm-hmm. to be in, right? I think that's one of the powers of social media. Maybe I hadn't really even thought about it that way. And I was like, yeah. that's a really good way to say that. Yeah. So, um, and you do that very, very well. You come across very, very friendly. Thank you. Yes, sir. Thank you. So um, why real estate for you? What, what was the big draw for you to get involved in that? Is it yes. the pay? Is it the, you had family doing it? Yeah. What, what's the deal there? So
0: everyone's going to say it's not the pay, but in reality it is the pay. So I was um, trying to figure out, okay, well, how can I, make a living off of this, but still put people first. So I had friends that were doing real estate and I saw how well they were doing. And, um, I was like, okay, well, I'm going to go to school. I'm gonna get my license and then I'm gonna join their team. So ever since then, um, it's just been history. That's why I joined real estate. Um, I know everyone needs a roof over their head. So if I can somehow assist them in getting a roof over their head, I know that I can make a, a good living.
1: Yeah. let's talk about that a little bit. So when somebody reaches out to you, say they find you on social media Mm -hmm. and they reach out, how do you help them? Let's say they're in California. Mm -hmm. What do you do to help them get from California and make that a comfortable journey from there to here?
0: So, okay. So the first thing we're going to do a buyer consultation via Zoom and um, I'm just going to figure out what their needs are. I'm going to be taking notes during the entire time. Second thing I'm going to do is I'm going to get them in contact with my loan officer. My loan officer is going to tell them you need to do X, Y, and Z for you to be able to successfully relocate. And that's usually finding employment in San Antonio. That's the number one thing um, that they're going to need to relocate successfully. And then from there, uh, we start looking at homes. Usually I FaceTime them or they'll fly down here and I'll give them a list of homes that we can go look at together. Okay. So it's mostly new construction, not really pre-owned.
1: Oh, okay. Why not so much on pre-owned?
0: Well, right now the pre-owned market, you're, you're paying more for a home than what it's really worth. You think so? New, yes. New construction, you're you're paying fair market value and there's no bidding wars. Okay. I know some builders are starting to do bidding wars, but for the most part, you're getting a lot of bang for your buck. You're getting a warranty on the home, 10-year, uh, 10-year uh, roofing warranty. You just can't beat that.
1: So when I would think, too, that if by the time you've shown somebody, Uh because the market's moving so quickly. Mm -hmm, It is. By the time on a pre-owned home, by the time you've shown them, (laughs) done a walkthrough of the home, it's like they kind of have to make a decision pretty quick because it's, I mean, how long is inventory lasting? 30 days?
0: So um, I just just literally researched that yesterday. I do my monthly researches on um, Sabor, and um, we have a month of inventory right now. Yeah, so about 30 days and the houses are jumping off
1: the market. Mm -hmm. That's kind of crazy. It is. Um,
0: insane. Cool. San, so, yeah, San Antonio is the fourth hottest housing market right now, according to Zillow.
1: Yeah. So, so if somebody is, or so they, they Google and they end up on Zillow, they're looking mm-hmm. around whatever they find you, you're going to help them get prepared yes, so sir. that they've got all their ducks in a row yes, before they come here mm-hmm. so that it lowers the whole stress level Correct. of that experience. Yes, sir. Okay. Um, and then by working in a team, so you have team to help out as well.
0: Yeah. We have, um, an administration staff, we have attorneys on site, the whole nine yards. Okay. All right. And
1: with new home construction comes a lot of different things as well. Mm-hmm. So do you guys coordinate? So we're talking about a new build. Is that what we're talking about? They actually yes, contract sir. to build the home, mm-hmm. which can take what? What is that taking now?
0: Right now it's it depends on the builder, but uh, a safe estimate around six to 13 months right now.
1: Okay. So they really have to plan out. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. So most of our buyers, um, uh, you know, fortunate enough, we've been able to find them new construction homes that are moving ready. Okay. Yeah. And that's tough to find.
1: And, and what are you doing as far as that process goes to, to help make sure that the home's actually being built correctly? Because there's mm. builders, you know, under a lot of pressure, there's material issues, make sure they're not cutting corners. Yeah. Do you help like with home inspections and what else Correct. are you doing?
0: Correct. So usually what I do, um, I make it an effort to go out to every home site at least once a week, FaceTime the family and, oh, just, wow. and just let them know, Hey, this is, uh, this stage that your home is at. Um, I feel like it's going to complete on time because usually, um, after they pour foundation and the frames go up, mm-hmm. it's, it's pretty smooth from there.
1: Okay. Yeah. And are you, so are you doing, or at least advising them to have a pre-pour inspection and a pre-drywall inspection, just that third party set yeah. of eyes that says, okay, Hey, this is before we close the walls up, let's make sure the plumbing is in the right place. Yeah. Kind of a thing. For you, sure. you help facilitate that? Yes, sir. Story?
0: Yes, sir. Definitely. And then, um, even before closing, um, even though it's a new construction home, I highly recommend still getting an inspection.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And then, of course, the 11-month inspection that comes later before mm-hmm. the warranty expires, you want to have somebody go to it. Exactly. And, yes. and by you, see, a lot of people don't necessarily know that process. Mm-hmm. And because you're well organized and execute well, you yes, can just sir. be like, okay, you, this is what we're going to make sure that everything gets done properly mm-hmm. and you're safeguarded throughout the whole process. Yes, Even sir. though you're in California, I'm helping to take care of that kind yes, of a sir. thing there. Mm-hmm. So what about like if they need to sell their home in California? Do you help with that at all?
0: Um so they usually have their own rotor, but if they don't have a rotor, I'll just refer it out.
1: Okay. Yeah, because you can't be selling yeah. homes in California, yeah. but yeah. um I guess being networked, but it could be yeah. anywhere in California, yeah. right? Yes, sir. It's a big state. So all right, cool. So uh what else are you doing as far as helping them with that whole transition space? I mean there's a lot of things to do with respect to the move, helping yeah. with moving companies. Mm-hmm. Um anything in that area as far as I mean, I don't know yeah. what else would a realtor do yeah. to help it because that's a huge moving from yeah. California all the way to Texas.
0: It is. So, um, I mean, my, my main goal is just always telling them like, hey, this is the next step. If I ever hear a family tell me, okay, what's the next step? I know at that point I'm doing something wrong. So my goal is to always tell them, hey, this is the next step just so they're organized, they're prepared. Um, they don't have a blindfold over their eyes. They know exactly what's happening. If they need a moving company, I can refer them. Okay. Yes, sir. And
1: so, what what areas are you recommending now? So, uh, one of your okay. more recent videos, you were like, yeah. you were on a new lot area, and mm-hmm. you're like, this is a great area to, yeah. to move because maybe the home values are. Mm-hmm. So, where are you recommending people move to, and why?
0: Okay. So, if you're in, an, if you, it's because I work with different kind of clients, if you're an investor, um, I would say anywhere downtown. I know the land is getting expensive downtown. But yeah. But if you can still find um, opportunity in downtown, Buy, buy a lot, build, you're going to make great return on your investment downtown. Um, the south side as well. So the south side is growing, I feel, and this is for around the board, um, first-time homebuyer, investor, um, wh- whoever. So, And the reason why I say the south side is because if you look at San Antonio, we're growing all of north. We're already hitting Bernie. If you look at the northwest, we're already starting to hit Casterville. And if you go east, we're already starting to hit Seguin, New and those areas. But the south side is still untapped. Um, I don't know if y'all have heard of Vita, but it's, uh, it's going to be like a mini pearl in the south side connected to Texas A&M University of San Antonio. Oh, not, what street is yeah. it off of? That's going to be Zara off Zara? of, yeah, South Sasamoda. And then, um, and then it leads you right to Texas A&M. Okay. So it's going to be like a mini pearl. Uh, UT Health Center just invested $10 million um, into that area. So they're getting a, a huge piece of land. It's going to be uh, 600 acres. Okay. So all the all the, all the home values in the area are going through the roof.
1: So when you say uh, like a mini like a pearl, so are yeah. we talking about farm to market stuff, We're talking about shops, bakeries,
0: the whole nine yards, really. Uh, shops, uh, commercial, retail, homes, apartment living, the whole nine yards. It's going to be okay. big.
1: All right. So and when is that supposed to be done? Do we know?
0: So they're going to start releasing homes um, in in May, I believe. In May. And I I believe the project will probably be for the next five years.
1: Now, when you say releasing homes, you're talking about lots? Yes,
0: there are lots. They're going to start selling uh, the dirt. Okay. And they're going to start building on
1: them. So the developers have already bought up all the property out there because they know
0: what's coming, right? Mm -hmm. They're already developing the streets, everything. Oh, wow. Mm -hmm. That's a pretty good opportunity for folks who want to- The South Side, for sure. That's the next biggest place. I know the South Side has that stigma, but whenever you have two luxury home builders going in there, that shows you something about the South Side, the opportunity- Uh, Highland Homes and Perry Homes
1: well I can tell you so I was a cop in San Antonio for 24 years and I worked Southside for a lot of those years Mm. and uh, Southside is a great place I mean they are uh, it's a great community Mm -hmm. it's I enjoyed being a police officer down there Uh, and I worked Eastside Westside Northside I worked all over town and uh, Southside was actually my favorite place to really? work. So it's very yeah. well-rounded. Um, Love that area. To me, it doesn't really have a... a I mean, it's not the Northwest side. Yeah. Um, but I mean, with all this money coming in, it has every possibility of doing yeah. very, very well. So the culture is a little bit different, yeah. but I mean, that's just the For way sure. things go. All right, cool. So um, how does our com- our growth here in San Antonio compare to Austin?
0: Well, Austin, Austin is big time right now. But I've been saying, and in, this is my personal opinion, I feel like San Antonio has... Um, every opportunity to be the next Austin, probably in the next 10, 15 years, maybe okay. even sooner, just with all the growth that we're receiving.
1: So when you say be the next Austin, are you talking about the, the growth of real estate or are you talking yeah, about the, culture? What are you talking about?
0: The, the growth of real estate, like a okay. huge boom that Austin received.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I know a lot of realtors are doing mm-hmm. extremely well yes. over now there. Yeah,
2: can get them to fix the streets for us. So.
1: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So um, if somebody's going to be moving from out of state to 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 here in San Antonio, give us a couple of tips that you would say, hey, look, if you're going to do that, this is what you need to do first. Obviously, you need to get a hold of a realtor that's in mm-hmm. here that knows what they're doing. Okay. Mm-hmm. What yes. would be another tip? Maybe? So,
0: number two, um, con- like getting in contact with your employer, um, asking, hey, will I be able to transfer out to San Antonio? I feel like that right there is the, the most important because without employment in San Antonio, Unfortunately, you can't buy a home unless you're paying cash. Got it. Yes. All right. So folks want to get in touch with you, Ty? How do they do that? Uh, You can uh, contact me, uh, 210-744-9858, or you can reach me via email at realtorty at synergy-realtygroup.com.
1: And make sure they check out your Uh, YouTube channel by just searching Realtor
0: Ty. Yes, sir.
1: All right. Well, San Antonio is definitely growing. It's kind of cool. It's like the value of my home is growing up on a regular basis. Mm -hmm. I enjoy that. Yes. But uh, we're, as we wrap up, it's just a quick reminder to check out our latest podcast on all the usual podcast platforms. You can find video version of the show at homebuyertalkradio.com, and you can also find us on YouTube. Just search out Homebuyer Talk Radio. That's going to be it for us. Linda. Thank you. Ty, Thank you so thanks much. for coming out. We'll see you on the next one.